You're listening to the ESO Network, your station for all things geek. Hey, hey, we're Monkeying Around, a podcast about the monkeys. I'm Veronica Daschle. I'm Elaine Swetman. And I'm Charles Kelso. And we're too busy monkeying around to put anybody down. Welcome back to Monkeying Around. This week, we are talking about the monkeys episode success story. But first, Elaine, what's happening in the world of the monkeys? Coming up on June 30th through July 2nd in Massachusetts, there's um, the Collectibles Extravaganza and Music Con, where Mickey Dolans will be, along with Michael DeBar, who interviewed him on Little Stevens Underground. Um, You can go to their website and check out prices and activities, and it looks like it's going to be a fun time with collectibles as well. So that could be interesting. Awesome. And the monkey men that we've talked about before, an offshoot of, um, or a brainchild of Ron McNeil, the Fab Four, um, they are going to be doing their first show coming up on July 22nd in Burbank, California. They'll be opening for the Fab Four at the Starlight Bowl. That is July 22nd, Burbank, California. All right. So we're going to take a quick break to promote our fellow ESO Network podcast show. And when we come back, we will get into our discussion topic. So stay right there. What are people saying about the best Saturdays of our lives podcast? Yes, what are they saying? It's a refreshing blend of nostalgia and academia. I like the animation programming strategy. I tune in for the amazing celebrity interviews. An insider's glimpse behind the scenes of your most beloved childhood memories. What's your website? Uh, TheBestSaturdaysOfOurLives.com And the amazing ESO Network. Welcome back to Monkeying Around. So this week we are talking about the Monkeys episode success story, which is one of the many, many, many episodes that is focused on Davy. <laughs> but he's not in love. He's not in love. Yeah. It is is about his family and the fact that he has told his grandfather, who apparently mostly raised him, that he's a big success in America and he tries to trick him and that doesn't go well. Yeah, but man, why did you have to tell me we're rich? You see, success is very important to him. He practically raised me. He sent me to school and all that. When he finds out I haven't made it, it's going to break his heart. What am I going to do? I don't know. We can't make you a millionaire. No. We can sure make you look like one. And then his grandfather's like, you're not a success. You're going to come back with me. And more hijinks ensue, and obviously he doesn't end up leaving. So that's a summary. <laughs> Good job. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I just watched it again. I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> well, what do we think? I like this one. There was a lot of um, a lot of adult folks in it, like popping up in all these little bit parts. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. So Elaine, what what are some of the backstories? On those, it, it, so that girl that came in to get the food was she, had she appeared before? Did she appear later? That was one of the ones I was thinking about. Um, she did not. I don't think she's appeared before, and I don't know if she's appeared later. She's not listed on IMDb, so I have no idea who she is. Hmm. Um, although I probably could have tried to Google more, but 
I figured if she wasn't listed, she's probably, in the was cast, probably like the thing she did. <laughs> yeah, it, I mean, she may have just been somebody's friend or girlfriend or whatever, and it's like, hey, can you go get some hot dogs on set? And you know, yeah, and that was it. Um, but there was somebody in the episode who we have seen before already. In the credit, they call her. I think they call her the old lady. Yeah, the one um, who would like with, thought Davy was actually famous. Yes, and who ended up spoiler alert going back to England with her grandfather. Yeah. Um, she was the um, she was in royal flush. She was the housekeeper at the hotel. Oh, they okay. ended up buying, uh, ended up owning the hotel at the end of the episode. That was yeah. Steel Cabot. We've seen her before. Um, oh, that's hilarious. Yeah, so I, I did think it was rude that they had her listed as the old lady, considering she was 39 <laughs> years old when they filmed this episode. <laughs> like, she's not old. Um, <laughs> and and actually, with the exception of one person, none of them were old. Um, even yeah, even, the, even, even that like little scene of all the old people, like one of them was very clearly not old. <laughs> Uh, right, yeah. I mean, the the guy who played the grandfather, Ben Wright, he was fifty one. Okay, when they filmed this, so he was not. I mean, he technically old enough to have a twenty one year old. No, not a grandson. That would be his son. Right. He's not old enough to have any grown grandchildren. No. That old. No. no. But the old man who called him old man, the one who owned the Rolls Royce. Yeah. He was 77. He was old. Okay. Yeah. So Was he um, credited as old man? Um, no, I think he was credited as the Rolls owner, maybe. I don't remember. I didn't write that part down. <laughs> I just wrote what he was, so I would remember who he was. But yeah. <laughs> so there was Ben Wright, who was the grandfather. He was 51 when it was filmed. Um, he was born in 19... 19- 15 and died in 1989 at the age of 74. He's one of those that was in a lot of different episodes of various shows. He was in The Farmer's Daughter. I'm going to start keeping track of that because they've all been in The Farmer's Daughter. Um, he also did voice work for Disney movies for like The Jungle Book, The Little, Little Mermaid, 101 Dalmatians. Um, so he, he did a lot of work. Um, then the man who played the messenger, the tele, the telegram guy. Yeah. That was Ray Ballard. He was born in 1929. He's still alive. He's 93. Wow. Um, he was 37 when they filmed this episode. Um, and he had bit parts in Ron, uh, Rhoda, Manic, Trapper John, probably some bunch of other things. <laughs> you know, we've seen him in. Um, and then Seal Cabot, she was the old lady. Um, the fan and the grandpa and grandpa's new girlfriend. Um, she was 39 <laughs> um, when it was um, filmed, and she was born in 1927 and died in 2000. And she was in The Farmer's Daughter and Andy Griffith and Freaky Friday and Royal Flush in The Monkeys. So, yeah. and then the Rolls Royce owner—that's hard for me to say—Donald Foster. He was 77. Um, he was born in 1889. Oh wow! Wow. And died in 1969 at the age of 80. Wow. So was, <laughs> um, we will see him in two more episodes that we have not gotten to yet. He will be in two more episodes. He was also on Farmer's Daughter. Oh. 
and Bewitched, and he had a long run on Hazel, the show about the housekeeper that was mm. on. Okay. The, yeah. So, and then the last one they had a listing for with the ice cream man. Yeah. Um, he was played by Charlie Callis. He was born in 1927, died in 2011 at the age of 83. He was 39. Um, he was in the History of the World Part 1, and he was in a bunch of laugh bands. He was a comedian. He did more like mm. stand-up work and just had little bit pieces here yeah. and there. But that yeah. was, the, you know, and I wrote down, no listing for the Italian chef or the hot dog neighbor. So I have no idea. Interesting. They were. Yeah. So, and the neighbor, she's very noticeable. So I do think that's yeah. interesting, you know, with the red hair and she's. And she had like, like lipstick all the way around her lips. Yes. Yeah. And she was very loud, like, hey, I'm just coming to get some hot dogs. You know, yeah. Man, your cupboards are better than mine. You know, <laughs> hot dogs are probably the last thing I would think I would borrow from a neighbor, but. Yeah. Uh, yeah. She probably figured know. that's all they might have. <laughs> I was I was thinking, you know, just that all is that all they eat at the monkeys? Um, the monkeys, hot dogs. I'm not doing so well today. <laughs> so I do like this. This is a bandy episode for you, Charles. Yeah, they're definitely a band, and they're gonna have to break up the band because he's got to go back to England. Yeah, I mean, it's not bandy in the sense they're not like trying to get a gig or right. at a performance or a contest or something like that but it's bandy though in the sense that their little group is going to have to break up right. um, because yeah um, uh, Davy's grandfather is going to take them back to England yeah this one was a little more serious than they often are yeah it was yeah the whole scene where he didn't want to say goodbye but they were saying goodbye I, like I could really feel that that was I hate goodbyes okay welcome to America Davy. Goodbye, Mike. Um, be good. That's in case he changes his mind on the plane. Are you ready, Davy? Right. Sure. Like they they were really good with their emotions on that one. Mm -hmm. It's not often that you see them like crying or like tearing up in a monkey's episode. Yeah. yeah. Usually they're like, like being chased through a haunted house or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. I I think this, oh, this was the 12th episode that they filmed, but they aired it in the sixth spot. Okay. So. So they've been working together I, for a while at this point. So there was more right, chemistry. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So it's kind of, you know, also I was reading, I was, I was reading um, this book called Monkey Magic. Mm. Oh, nice. Yeah, by Melanie Mitchell, and she goes, does an overview of each episode, and it was something she had mentioned that, you know, why would you have it be so early in the season where it would have played better and the emotional wallop of it all would have meant more to the fans later on, yeah. Yeah, later on in the season. It was kind of like, that's kind of early for them to be, you know, doing that one. But it was also the last one they filmed before the show debuted on TV. Oh, wow. Oh, okay. So, Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. I think today an episode like this might be a season finale. Yeah. Or something like that yeah. where mm -hmm. you're you like, know. oh no, maybe this is actually happening. It's the season finale. Yeah. Maybe, maybe yeah. the stakes are real. Maybe the show won't be back. Yeah. And they would leave it as a cliffhanger, maybe. 
Yeah, could be. Know. Yeah, or yeah, they'd have to go get him from England like the next season in the season premiere. Right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But so yeah, and this one aired October seventeenth, nineteen sixty-six. Okay. Yeah. And James Farley directed it, and we know he directed a whole bunch of them. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. so, I think he directed yeah. like half the show. Yeah. 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 I had written down, you know, when the messenger's coming in and he needs somebody to pay for the telegram and he needed a buck 80. I was thinking a buck 80 still seems expensive even for then. I mean, I don't know how much telegrams cost nowadays. I've never done a telegram, but I was like a dollar 80 seems expensive because the stamp was probably 10 cents. If that. Yeah. So I'm kind of like, that's expensive telegram. <laughs> Yeah, a lot of times shows like from the late 50s, early 60s, I guess this is sort of mid 60s, but a lot of times it's just like, you know, multiple up by 10 and that gives you a rough idea of what the what the dollar is worth now. Not exact, but I mean, that's something yeah. like 18 bucks, you know, so yeah, that's that's not cheap, but it's a telegram from England, from England well, and a person that came to your house and delivered it. Right. That's true. Like I said, I've never telegrammed anybody, so I don't know. How <laughs> I don't even know if they do that anymore. Yeah, I think you can still send telegrams. I think it's um, I've probably refined the process a bit since then. <laughs> <laughs> it's called a text message. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Did you like the um, who they had to be to be Davy's um, household help? Mickey was my favorite one of those. Yeah. His. I felt like the character that he played with that was the best. Take care of the bags, Dolans. Yes, sir. Very, very dry. And yes, sir. And all yes. that kind of. <laughs> yeah. I, Mickey's usually good at these little character bits. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but I think they all got a little bit of range in this one. You got to see him being super wacky and run around and playing different goofy impersonations of characters and things. And then you also got them to saw them being a little more serious. Um, right. I really enjoyed Mike in his little routines when he was playing for different characters, but also he had a, a really nice, like emotional conversation with Davy's grandfather. You want to know something? Davy did this whole thing for you. I mean, he, he just wanted you to be proud of him. He, he wants you to think he was a success. Davy needs a family. He can't just go on frittering his life away. Oh man, be honest. It's you. You're not thinking of Davy at all. You want him back because you miss him, or you want him back because you need him. Yeah, yeah. This episode is kind of reminiscent of the pilot to me. That's what I was thinking because there was a whole thing where he's like walking up the stairs before he's going to leave. I'm like that. That looks familiar. I mean, a lot of the beach scene was the recycled. <laughs> There's a lot of. I'm pretty sure uh, I want to be free. That entire sequence was 100% recycled stuff. I don't think they shot a single new thing there. I don't no. know. Yeah. <laughs> I think they put him in the little blue shirt to walk out of that room just because that's what he was wearing in the other episode when he was walking outside on the beach. Yeah, probably. <laughs> I did, you know, because I, I watch everything on TV with closed captioning on, but I also read lips. And I thought it was really funny. And I, I, watched it like three times, rewound it and kept watching it because when Mike was being the chef and he was having to practice saying what he was cooking and it was the Vichy Schwartz and the the other thing and the other thing and he's supposed to say chocolate mousse and he says chocolate mouse. He didn't really say mouse. His lips say mousse. I watched it. I'm like, 
he's not saying mouse, he's saying moose. So mm. I'm wondering if he kept screwing that up and then just like, well, just leave it, we'll fix it. We'll fix it in, in post. post. <laughs> yeah. And so made it made it, but I couldn't hear the difference between everything else for if mouse sounded different, but I'm like, he is saying moose, not mouse, because that's a completely <laughs> different mouth shape. So I thought that was interesting. That is so, interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that yeah, is a very yeah. different lip shape. Those, yeah, mouth you, those of you listening can't see it, but I'm I'm mouthing it. <laughs> so mouse is more of a open your mouth wide and moose, you kind of purse your Moo. lips. <laughs> so <laughs> so everyone else do that and just that is exactly how silly I felt. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and they had the two songs, I wanna be free and mm-hmm. Um, so, oh, Sweet Young Thing, mm-hmm. which yeah. I love Sweet Young Thing. That's one of my favorite songs. That romp was um, mostly new shots. I think they specifically did for this one. And I yeah. found it interesting that they were singing Sweet Young Thing and it was a bunch of older people. <laughs> I thought that was adorable. <laughs> I liked the way that was shot, though. I liked the little close ups on the various people in the park and yeah. so forth. I thought that was that Sweet Young Thing romp I enjoyed. Yeah, and yeah, all, yeah, all of them like dancing together and jumping around in a circle and then right. chasing down the monkeys for autographs. <laughs> <laughs> well, I want to be was... free. I read that, I guess the first round of reruns, they replaced it with Shades of Grey. Yes. And then the second round of or later reruns, they replaced it with French Song. Yes. Yeah. I think both no. of them, I mean, sort of fit the scene, though. I mean, they're both the, sort of in that vein. True. I Shades of Grey, I'm okay with. French song seems a little, <laughs> does it fit so well for me? Yeah. yeah, I actually I had that written down. The 1967 had Shades of Grey and the Saturday morning reruns had the French song. Okay. I didn't see any alternate version on the Blu-ray. We didn't check that disc 10 where they drop stuff sometimes. Oh, but, I keep forgetting to look there. Yeah, but we didn't see anything special features wise for this episode on the Blu-ray disc. No. Yeah. Which is which is a shame because this is really a good one to have them like reminiscing about and stuff because they, they don't get to do drama as often mm-hmm. on the monkey. Right. You know, often right. you get a lot of hijinks, you get a lot of comedy, you get a lot of running around, being chased by Frankenstein and that sort of thing. Mm-hmm. But you know, as far as just like character drama, you don't get a, a whole lot of it. No, Mm-mm. I mean they got they had their share of running around, but it was them running around, not being chased. They were doing the right. chasing. Right. You know, with Pete, being Pete in his Icarus wings, you know, don't fly, don't fly. And- don't fly, don't fly, don't fly, don't fly. If you get too close to the sun, your wings will melt. Mickey being the ticket agent and erasing the board and writing stuff and trying to make sense of whatever he was talking about. Well, what, what gate do I go to? Oh, and of course, sir. Yes, your ticket's in bed. It begins 12 at 4 o'clock. And oh, yeah. I'm leaving at 3. That's my pal, my mistake, sir. Sorry, it's he was in his own little world there. Um, and then was it, oh, Mike was like, you know, where are you going? London, in, London. Okay, let's take the freeway. And they get on the weird golf cart thing and he's driving them around. Hi, are they for your planes, sir? Oh, where are you going? London, England. Hi, we'll take the freeway. And it was an actual airport too, which was nice. Mm-hmm. It wasn't a set. It was. Right. Yeah, because there were multiple know. levels. Mm-hmm. Yes. Because <laughs> he went down. Yeah. Yeah, today the TSA would be all over you. Yeah, if you're yeah, yeah. hijinxing around the airport, <laughs> that wouldn't fly. No, um, no, then you definitely wouldn't fly. No, that's right. <laughs> yeah, 
And they're terrorizing uh, Davy's poor granddad. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I know. I know. Maybe he just figured it wasn't worth taking Davy back home. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, you stay here. You're a mess. No kidding. Um, that was actually filmed at Long Beach Airport. Okay. Interesting. I wrote down Mike was trimming his hat. Was he trimming yes. his hat? Okay. Yes. He was trimming his hat at the end, like after they rescued Davy, like when they were sitting in the park before the old people were chasing them around. Oh, yeah. okay. And they're okay. like, you know what? The one thing we didn't do, we should have, we didn't perform a song. And that's when they oh, went okay. into the young thing. And he mm-hmm. was trimming his hat right before that. I was okay. like, that's okay. weird. <laughs> <laughs> well, you don't want it to get shaggy. You know, <laughs> well, maybe the I don't know. <laughs> True. No, well, because I, I I didn't watch it today, so it's like I'm trying to remember what I saw. Although I've seen this episode numerous times, it's not mm-hmm. it was not my it was not my first time seeing this one. Yeah, so it was my first time. Well, how do you feel about the little more serious take on the monkeys? Like, do you think they should have gone more in that direction, or do you think that that's not something that works as well for the show? I feel like this had a good balance of both. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, I feel like they had plenty of romp fun time, but it was not a hundred percent running around. Right. Sorry if I blew out anyone's eardrums um, <laughs> because I, I, I enjoyed the character building. Well, not, I didn't really build any character, but the, the well, you got some serious. backstory on Davey yeah. and sort of his upbringing. Mm-hmm. And met a member of his family, which doesn't happen very often in the show. Mm-mm. You know, like my, Mickey's dad doesn't turn up and that sort of thing. Yeah. Um, but I think it gave them some really nice character moments, mm-hmm. you know. But mm-hmm. they also had quite a bit of that sort of Marx Brothers-esque uh, anarchy. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. It was very Marx Brothers-y when they're in the costumes and terrorizing people and just basically turning the world into a circus. You know, that's... yeah. Very Marx Brothers movie. Uh, and I enjoyed Marx Brothers movies, so I enjoyed that. Uh, and I liked the the serious dramatic stuff, too. I thought, like you said, I think they had a really good mix of the two. It was really interesting when they were crying after Davy left before they went to rescue him. That was kind of like a, a mixture of serious and <laughs> comedic because they were like all being serious and you couldn't really see their faces. And then they're like, Ooh. <laughs> like very obviously overreacting and very obviously had like sprayed water on their faces to look like they've been sobbing. <laughs> but I like that. I would get ready to say that I like that bit. It was yes. like it was really serious, but then they managed to turn it around, like to make it silly again without being stupid about mm. it. It was just, mm-hmm. you know. And then so. Mike was just like all wiping his face, like, let's go rescue him. Yeah. Yeah. So I like that it was Mike, Mike's idea to rescue him, too. So, yeah. 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 So, I mean, if if it hadn't been Davey, if this story had been about one of the other monkeys, mm-hmm. what do you think their family members would have been like? Oh, I feel like Peter's parents would have been impressed by everything. You think so? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what, would Peter's, what would Peter's family have been like? P- Peter, the, the monkey on the show. Yes. Yes. Um, <laughs> I don't, I kind of get if Peter the monkey and it's like, I'm trying to separate mm-hmm. because of all of them, Peter is the most separate from his character. Yeah. 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 Um, I would, I picture his parents being like the loving doting parents who they just love everything Pete does. And, and, and this is so exciting. You're in a band and look at your house and we're just so proud of you, even though they don't have any money, they don't 
really seem to have any prospect, but they're just happy that he's doing what he wants to do and just, you know, bringing like cookies over and kind of, kind of <laughs> a little bit like Rosemarie. Have we watched that episode yet? With mm-hmm. Rosemarie, there's an episode where Rosemarie comes in and play like a mother character. She lives with them and she giving them advice and kind of a little bit like that. Just, you know, right. Loving, loving everything he does. Yeah. I was kind of imagining Peter's family being like circus performers or something. <laughs> like <laughs> a bunch of carnival folk show up and it's Peter's family. That that could be Mickey's family. It could be the people from Circuit Boy coming in and and actually being his. That's what I was thinking. It would be the elephant. Mickey's family was like. (laughs) They have to convince the elephant that Mickey's a success, so he doesn't take it back to the circus. (laughs) (laughs) That would have been awesome. That would Uh, that would be an epic crossover too. The return of Circuit Boy on the monkeys. Yeah, (laughs) I'm not Corky. <laughs> At least not anymore. Yeah, right. like he really could have been quirky when he was a kid, and and they and yeah. the guys never knew about it until <laughs> the elephant shows up on the beach looking for him. <laughs> yeah, uh, and and then I guess to round it out, I, I would think that like Mike's like grandfather would be like in a ten gallon hat from Texas. Yeah, you know, he'd be like a, a Texas guy, Texas oil guy. Yeah, I could see that. Actually, I want like his dad to have been in the air force but i think that because mike was in the air force and i'm <laughs> picturing somebody in a uniform connected to like mike a military guy yeah yeah military guy okay so. be kind of like bill and ted he's going to send him off to military school yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yep <laughs> okay that was well, a good question chuck thanks yeah. so do you think that they should have done more dramatic monkeys episodes like should we have gotten backstories for the other characters and you know, had a little more like character drama in the show. I think so, especially since we get Davy. And I know there's another episode, I think, in the second season where they actually all go to England. Mm-hmm. And so you see, out in that, so I don't, I, you see like the village where he grew up and everything. So you have all this stuff for Davy, but I don't remember there being anything for the other guys. Mm at all and so it's a little uneven it, it, and it wouldn't have to be a big thing it could just be you know somebody coming to visit or i got a package from my mom or you know right a little yeah. bit of something you know or my folks are back in ohio or it's, uh, you know something i don't think they get mentioned at all mm. yeah i guess that sort of plays into the fact that davy was sort of the teen heartthrob yeah. he was right. sort of the face of the show and so i guess maybe they thought that you know the the f- girls watching at home and the folks watching at home would be more interested to find out about Davy than about the others. True. You know? Yeah. Well, and then we find out about Davy's actual home life in the interview at the end of the episode, cut their minute mm-hmm. short again. Right. So, yeah. That, that minute was a lot longer than a minute. <laughs> I know. I know. It was. I know it was. Yeah. But it was an interesting story. I feel like it was a yeah. bit of a story though. Mm-hmm. He, his dad probably did ask him to cut his hair once. I don't know if he asked him to cut it again, <laughs> you know, but yeah, I can, I can see somebody's dad saying, go cut your hair. Don't come. I mean, cause that was a big deal back then to have long hair. You didn't, you didn't do that. So yeah. my, my dad wasn't wild about my nineties hair in the nineties. <laughs> he was a sixties kid. Back when everybody looked like they're from Seattle. <laughs> Everybody had like the Kurt Cobain thing going on. And yeah. yeah, he was not wild about that. So 
yeah and he he was a generation he was you know he, he would, my, my dad when this came out he would have been 15 so right. this is 30 years later when he's giving me a hard time about my hair so it's <laughs> some things don't change yeah <laughs> But and I, I do think it was funny that he said that his sister was like, that's that's him. Wait, no, that's a lady because his hair was long and he mm-hmm. does have that baby face and you're at just enough distance away. Right. You mm-hmm. know, I could see. Wait, no, maybe not. You know, because <laughs> he has no facial hair whatsoever. So, yeah. Yeah. How would we rank this one compared to the other monkeys episodes that we've watched? I, I I'd say I probably enjoyed this one more than some of the others. Okay. I don't I don't think it's my favorite so far. Yeah. But I think it ranks it ranks up there. Okay. Yeah. I enjoyed this one. I like the emotional bit to it. Um I like that we get a new, complete new new romp with sweet young thing that mm-hmm. is not same stuff used over and over again. Um and so yeah, I like this one. It's not it's not my favorite. Everybody knows what my favorite one is, but it is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I like it, too. Um, I like that. Like we said before, it's a, it's focusing on Davy, but in a different way. Yeah. You know, he's not in love with a princess or something like that, you know, um, or kidnapped. Yeah. <laughs> not in the same way, at least, <laughs> you know, it's a little more relatable storyline, I guess. I mean, I don't guess everybody has a grandfather who's going to take it back to England with them. But, you know, as far as not disappointing your family members, I think that's. A relatable thing. Yeah. Um, Definitely more relatable that, than inheriting a haunted house. Well, we've all done that. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I think for for a story for young people, too. I mean, the, the trying to live up to your parents uh, or your parent figure and feeling like you let them down or maybe them having too high of expectations of you, not getting your relationship with your friends, stuff like that, I think, is... I mean, a good storylines for that age group that was watching the monkeys. Yeah. But also, like I said, I think that they did a good job of combining that with uh, the Marx Brothers-esque nature of the monkeys, Mm -hmm. you know? Yeah. Well, I mean, even though it was a Davy-centered story, there was still a lot of action and um, stuff for the other guys to do. Right. Even though Davy's story, they were very much involved in what was going on around Davy. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right. So that is our thoughts on success story. Uh, Chuck, do you have a you may also like? I do, uh, because a group and I'll say group because we only saw one member of them. But when we were back when we were at uh, Fab Fest in where were we? Charlotte, North Carolina, last Charlotte, year. North Carolina, wherever we were that, that <laughs> week, I was all over the place. So I don't remember where I was, but uh, we saw the uh, a member of the circle and we enjoyed it. And that was actually where we met. Uh, you and Matt in in three dimensions for the first time. <laughs> um, but the circle has a new album out, mm-hmm. uh, which is a little hard to track down. You've got to get it through their Etsy uh, or through an Etsy, but it's called Cir- the Circle Center of the World. And if you're not familiar with the circle, um, you probably familiar with the song Red Rubber Ball. That was the big song of theirs. But from the back of the album, it says when Brian Epstein announced to the world his latest discovery and John Lennon rechristened the former Rondells, they could have never have known that 56 years later, there would be a new circle album for you, dear listener. To hold in your hands, what you see and hear before you is the latest chapter in the circle story. It's a delight. It is infinite. And once again, it is new. And so we've got original circle members, Don Daneman and Mike Loskamp. Um, with some new friends and new band members, and they're doing some covers of old songs as well as some new songs. 
I mean, it's fun. It's a turn down day, and I dig it. You know, I, I love it anytime that the legacy, at least, of a band from that era carries on. And so I always try to pick these albums up when they come around and, and support them. But uh, so, yeah, if you like the music of the monkeys or you like 60s music, I check out the circle center of the world. All right. Thanks for monkeying around. Thanks for monkeying around with us. Be sure to like and subscribe to us on your favorite podcast platform. Check us out on Twitter, Facebook and monkeyingaround.com. I hate goodbyes. This has been a broadcast of the ESO Network. Be part of the crew and help support our shows by donating to our ESO Patreon or by shopping for the Tee Public Store, which can all be found at www.esonetwork.com. The ESO Network, your station for all things geek.